I am joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. Kia ora, Anan. It's not all smooth sailing for the agribusiness sector. Kia ora, Ben. No, it's not. A rural supplies company PGG Wrightson has downgraded its earnings forecast amid global economic volatility. The company says operating earnings for the year ending June 2024 is now forecast to be around $52 million, compared to its previous estimate of around $60 million. Speaking at its annual meeting, PGW's Deputy Chair Sarah Brown says it's a tougher environment with higher interest rates leading to higher borrowing costs and falling demand from key markets such such as China. Well, PGW is well positioned operationally, we will see continuing volatility and softening commodity prices for our clients and challenging macro market conditions out over the short to medium term. As Stephen mentioned, increased concerns over the outlook for agricultural commodity prices in the year ahead has pushed New Zealand farmer sentiment to record lows. Sarah Brown says farmers and growers are operating in a challenging environment but she expects conditions to improve in the long term as key markets recover. And you can hear more from PGG Wrightson in the rural news. Road freight movements have hit a spring pothole, easing off their highs from the month prior. The ANZ Bank's truckometer index for September saw both heavy and light traffic fall. The heavy traffic index, an indicator of real-time activity, fell 3.3%. Meanwhile, the light traffic index, which points to consumer behaviour, fell 1.3%. But Chief Economist Sharon Zollner says that suggests the third quarter may have more life in it than expected. So we would certainly describe economic momentum as fairly soft, but it's not going off a cliff. So we're just not quite sure why non-tradable inflation would go off a cliff, uh, which is more or less what the Reserve Bank was forecasting back in August. So our suspicion is that this economic resilience, while welcome in one sense, is potentially problematic if it does mean that inflation doesn't fall as fast as is required. And Sharon Zollner says the data shows a patchy economy as the cost of living and tighter monetary policy bites. The state-owned investment bank, New Zealand Green Investment Finance, is confident in its future and believes it'll have the backing from a national-led government. The National Party committed to maintaining capital funding for the Green Investment Fund in its pre-election, plan, pre-election tax plan. But its potential governing partner, ACT, has previously criticised the fund, calling it an example of corporate welfare and labelling it as greenwashing. Chief Investment Officer Jason Patrick says the fund is feeling secure in their work. We don't uh, expect anything um, like that uh, to affect us negatively. In fact, we're, as you can imagine, really looking forward to the new government. The fact that we are a... Um, part of the solution to climate policy for New Zealand that makes money for the Crown and that can drive in material private capital as we've done to date, we think is going to be a really attractive uh, proposition for the new government. So we're, we're really delighted to be able to work with them. That's Green Investment Finance Chief Investment Officer Jason Patrick. And earlier this year, the fund received a $300 million capital injection from the Labour government. Well, the change in government could help more mum and dad investors return to the residential property market, though high interest rates could could remain a significant barrier. 
Property research firm CoreLogic says changes to tax policy and bank lending restrictions have seen a decline in the market share of mortgaged investors over the past three years. Chief property economist Calvin Davidson says proposed changes to government policy could help investors, but it'll still be difficult for those needing a mortgage. You're still looking at a pretty significant top-up, or that gap between what you get in in terms of rents and what you have to pay in the mortgage is is still pretty significantly negative. So big top-ups still required out of other income, regardless of what happens to the tax system. So it'll help some investors, but it's still going to remain pretty tricky for the, the average investor, I suspect. However, Calvin Davidson says investors will benefit from a boom in migration, which will drive rental demand. And StatsNZ says there's been a 2.1% increase in population in the year to June, with growth in all regions of the country. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Harry. Good afternoon, Anand. Look, it hasn't been uh, all smooth sailing for the local share market recently, uh, has it? How's it looking today? No, look, it uh, it sort of continues, unfortunately, and that strength in the US hasn't really helped us. So the New Zealand market's down around a quarter of a percent to 10,931. So that's about as low as we've seen since this time last year. Um, some big names dragging it down. So Ryman Healthcare is down 4.5% to $5.34. Uh, Main Freight is down a half a percent to $60.72. So that was right down at $60 at one point today. Uh, Heartland Bank, so that, or Heartland Group, sorry, that is up uh, 3 cents to $1.63, one of the uh, few positives, but that's really only just recovering some of yesterday's losses. Okay, well, how's it looking over in Australia? It's better across the ditch. So they're up a third of a percent to 6,880. ANZ Bank, so that's flat on the day. BHP is up two and a quarter percent to 44.57. CSL is up a quarter of a percent to 237.86, while Zero is up one and a half percent to $110. How's the dollar looking? So against the US, uh, we are at 58.4, so still right down. Um, Against the Aussie, 91.87. Against the yen, 87.53. Against the pound is 48.03. And against the euro, 55.12. And And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. So the three-month bank bill is 5.68. 10-year government bond is 5.43, Brent crude is 88.07, and spot gold at 1,970. Thank you, Harry. That's Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth with our market update. And another business news this lunch hour, Australian fuel company Ampol, which owns Z Energy and Caltex in New Zealand, says its third quarter underlying profit is up 65% to $438.2 million Australian dollars. The company says total fuel sales volume arose 26% in the September quarter. Z Energy sales volume arose 8.5%, while in Australia sales volume grew by 11%. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Ben, that's business. Kia ora.